You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the role of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So, what's good, y'all? Hey, uh, welcome back from that very nice and relaxing thanksgiving weekend everybody i hope all of y'all took the time to just uh unplug and really just just uh chillax for a bit you know enjoy the nice weather enjoy your time with friends and family and just do the things that you normally wouldn't do during your work week uh i definitely did that i took a trip to kingston to see one of my good friends who's currently in law school and we had a blast out there and you know um i just feel like usually after long weekends you really do need at least the week to actually get back on your work grind and to just kind of like reset your circadian rhythm so to speak and i have yet to achieve that point um but we'll get there i'm sure i'm not the only person who feels this way after a long weekend but, you know, when you feel this way, it just uh, kind of tells you implicitly that, you know, it was a, it was a weekend well spent. At least uh, you did what you really wanted to do. Just try to um, take advantage of every single hour that you had in a day to do whatever you had to do to have fun and relax, you know. So, yeah, there's that. Um, I hope everybody's been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. Let me remind you, actually, and it might come as a surprise, but uh, October is halfway done, which is weird and unbelievable. But once again, uh, hang in there, especially. I don't know if it's like midterm season right now for university students out there listening to this right now. If it is, though, sorry, like in brackets, I've been like far removed from that undergrad life for like two years now, you know, hashtag grad school life. But uh I don't know. My uh, gut is telling me that some important projects and midterms might be happening currently for most of you listening. So if that is the case, indeed, good luck, my friends. And never forget that you got this and that, you know, give it your all. Definitely put in 100% effort to study and prepare for whatever you have to do. But, you know, if it works, fantastic. If it doesn't work, don't stress about it too much. Uh, you will have no regrets this way because you've given it your all and sometimes things, certain things are just beyond your control and you are not to blame, okay? So just have that mentality always. Again, I know like sometimes I need someone to say the same things back to myself, but I, I, when, when these things just kind of like occur to me when I'm somehow like giving these motivational, um, sections on the show um i just really hope that it really hits someone and that they actually internalize it and take it and use it in their day so i really hope it does get the message across and yeah so y'all got this you know if you're in school you got this if you're if you have like a big work project going on you got this we all got this um okay i don't know if i've told you guys before but you know 
Uh, we're currently in their home studio. Uh, and I do have this Rocky Balboa poster, this big, big Rocky uh, poster on my wall. And every time I'm feeling down or I feel like I need that extra bit of motivation for just doing work or like something like some obstacle comes up in, um, in life and I just need something to keep me going. Okay, let me just read this quote to you. I'm sure it's very famous. Y'all have probably heard it before. So it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. It's about how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. And I just want you to take that, internalize it. Bonus marks if you can um, kind of like say to yourself in your head with like a Rocky Balboa impersonation. Um, I, I really would do it on the show, but I know I'm going to like, mm, yeah, you don't want to hear it on the show. Anyways, but um, that's how winning is done. You have to... When, when life gives you lemons, make lemonades, make the best lemonades out of it. And um, I feel like if you have that mindset, you know, it's hard. And I'm not going to lie. It is hard. It can get tough sometimes. But try to have that mindset on yourself and just just keep telling yourself that I've given it my all and it's going to be OK, you know. So, yeah, I hope everything I just said at least helps a couple of you out there, a couple of yous out there and, in the, in the, you know, how, how wise, wise men kind of like talk. Uh, but, yeah, I really hope that you take these words to heart and I hope it helps at least some of you out there. All right. OK, so there's that. And so today we have a lot of interesting stuff to discuss on the show. So I do want to talk about boxing. I feel like we've been talking about boxing for the past month and a half, which is I'm, I'm absolutely not complaining at all, especially because a lot of the stuff that's been happening in boxing, it has very important implications, especially because it's been happening mostly in the heavyweight division and of course historically as we all know that's um one of the most washed out four weight divisions in boxing historically and i feel like there's a reason for that because uh the people who are at such high levels in boxing at least in heavyweight boxing um their talents are pretty much unmatchable uh there's a reason why they're at the top levels that they are and especially speaking about the champions, um, I feel like through and through, every time the champions have to defend their belts or every time we have a potential underdog uh, going against someone to win championship belts and uh, when they put on such a dominating and like shockingly good performance in front of everybody, it just tells you why heavyweight boxing is just so highly regarded and I feel like right now, the the current and modern era of heavyweight boxing is uh, definitely no exception here. We have people like Tyson Fury, the Gypsy King Tyson Fury, who's out there just... Um, who, okay, I'm not going to get into it right now because he does have a very interesting background in boxing. In boxing and in life, which are kind of like intertwined because... Uh, everything that he was going through in life impacted his professional boxing life. Um, 
but he was able to overcome his demons. Tyson Fury was able to overcome all those challenges and get back to the top. And I feel like it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier uh, for that motivational segment, because you could be the you could be at the top of the world. You could be still uh, dealing with your demons. You could still be having your own challenges and having to overcome your own obstacles. But you know what? What matters most? What matters most is that you acknowledge those things and you actually take a step forward to address them and to try to combat them. You might not always win right away. But you have to keep trying and trust me, you will get the reward of it all at the end of it. So that is exactly what Tyson Fury did and has been continue, has, has continued to do um, for the past few years. I'll get into that in more detail. Uh, but, you know, I just, I just brought up Tyson Fury's name as, as the first one that comes to my mind, at least right now, when I think about heavyweight boxing, because Tyson Fury's uh, arguably one of the most dominating champions in heavyweight boxing right now. Speaking of Tyson Fury, so Tyson Fury uh, fought the former WBC heavyweight champion of the world, Deontay Wilder, this past weekend on October 9th. So the Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend for us here in Canada, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder went toe-to-toe to see if um, there's going to be any different outcome for the third time around when these two guys faced off against one another. So the first time uh, that these two guys fought, uh, Deontay Wilder was a champion. He was a WBC champion. Okay, so I feel like now I can actually get into the story of it all, the background story story of it all, because it gets pretty interesting. I just, listen, on a side note, I just love retelling the story of athletes because number one, it tells you that uh, they're no different than all of us, you know, regular folks out here. But also it tells you that, you know, once uh, once you get through or like once people like professional top level athletes, once people like them actually get through challenges in life or like deal with ups and downs of life and professional sports life, it, te- it teaches you a lot of stuff for yourself and for you to apply to your own life. So that's why I love not only just the raise awareness of their accomplishments and how great they are. Uh, But I think it also really just teaches us, the listeners and the fans out here, a lot of different lessons here and there. So, yeah. So speaking of Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, uh, the the two have faced off three times already. I just want to briefly remind you all how how, uh, the outcomes uh, turn out to be the past few times that the two faced off. So the first time that they went to toe-to-toe, excuse me, Deontay Wilder was the heavyweight champion. Deontay was completely undefeated at the time, absolutely on top of the world. He was beating opponents left and right. Um, he was kind of limited to the WBC uh, organization, like boxing organization, which is like no no problem at all, no problemo, right? So, um, WBC, I believe their headquarters is in, is in Mexico, and you know it's just like we have a whole bunch of different boxing organizations, and they each have their own belts. 
somehow like the feeling is oh like the more belts you have the better like the more organizations you have under your belt the better but to me it's like you know it's just um they're they're different things it's like uh oh i have this is gonna sound very stupid but you're like oh you know i have an apple and i also have an orange and here i have a pair too and then the other person's like look i have a kiwi right like it's just like so many different things like okay just because you have an apple and an orange and i don't know whatever the other one i said was and i only have a kiwi like it doesn't really you know like it doesn't take anything away from the fact that i have a kiwi like a kiwi could still be pretty good anyway so <laughs> that was probably <laughs> okay i'm laughing really hard out here at my own examples and analogies but i hope you get my point so um yeah deontay wilder only had one heavyweight belt but it was still held very it was uh still thought of very highly after all, it is the WBC Heavyweight Championship of the world, and Deontay had that. And on top of that, like I said, he was undefeated at the time. And he would put on great performances against uh, whatever opponent he was matched up against. He would, um, uh, in a very dominant way, he would just completely knock them out cold. That's how good um, his performance would be against various opponents, right? And then there comes Tyson Fury, who's been out of the boxing scene for a long time. So what was the case with Tyson Fury? Tyson Fury, a few years before that, he was actually the champion himself. He was a heavyweight champion. Once he got to the top, um, things happened for him outside the ring. He got into some trouble with substance abuse. He had some mental health issues. Um, he was just dealing with a lot of different things outside the ring. And all of those things eventually ultimately led to him losing his heavyweight or having to relinquish his heavyweight belts. He was out of the fighting scene for many years because of that, because of that, uh, because of essentially because of everything he was going through, he gained a lot of weight and the problems got even worse for him. Um, in some of his interviews, he does talk about having suicidal thoughts he talks about having low self-esteem and having to battle many, many demons uh, while he was not boxing. While he was just, he was feeling so confused about what he was going to do next in his life. Because fighting and boxing was all he had known his whole, his whole life. And now that he was battling all those demons, he, didn't, he couldn't really do that anymore. He just felt like he wasn't good anymore. So he took all those years off and things started to get worse. But then one day, as he says in, in his uh, interviews himself, things just clicked differently in his head. He said, enough is enough. I have to get back on my feet again. Going, I feel like everything is just like a recurring theme for this episode. Going back to that Rocky Balboa quote that I just told you about. It doesn't it, it's not about how hard you get hit. It's about how uh, uh, excuse me. OK, oh, my God. I need to quote this properly. It's not about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep on moving forward. And that's exactly what Tyson Fury did. He finally decided, decided to get back to his feet and keep on moving forward. It was no easy task for him. Not at all. Um, he had to lose a whole bunch of weight. He had to get back into training camp. He had to also... 
uh, renovate his mindset, if that makes sense. Because as I've talked about it here on the show, being a professional athlete isn't just about maintaining your physique and uh, uh, like staying in shape. It's also about uh, having your mind and confidence in shape. That is very important. So Tyson Fury had to do both of those before he got back into the ring. He worked on them. He got back into the ring. He he had a couple warm-up fights. He did f- okay. Like, uh, I'm not going to lie. The first fight that he had properly wasn't as good as uh, how, how his fight performance was before. But, you know, those baby steps that you have to take in order to make sure that you get back on your grind and that you get back on the right track. So he did everything that was necessary. He had those warm-up fights, and now here comes the opportunity to fight for the WBC heavyweight champion of the world against the dangerous, dangerous Deontay Wilder. He still accepts the challenge, though, Tyson Fury. He goes into the ring, and the two fight each other. Deontay Wilder, he's thinking to himself, man, you know, this dude Tyson Fury, like, he, he looks so out of shape still, even though he's been training for a while. But I've been here just uh, working my butt off, uh, completely putting on a like a uh, completely dominant performance for the fans out here, uh, demolishing all my opponents out here. There's no way that Tyson Fury is going to give me a hard time in this fight. But when you underestimate things, they actually hit you even harder. So Deontay was doing okay. Um, he was putting on a, a very good performance considering what he saw coming in that first fight against Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, though, I was very surprised with his performance in that first fight. Um, he was uh, he looked better than all the previous warm-up fights that he had had to date. He kept on put- putting a lot of uh, pressure on Deontay Wilder, and it was just so close of a fight. And bo- both guys got actually knocked down multiple times. And at one point at the very last round, Tyson Fury got knocked out so hard that every- Deontay Wilder just, uh, you know, he hit Tyson and he had like a, a victory lap, I believe, around the ring because I thought it- he thought it was over. But indeed not because just like he was <laughs> coming back from the dead, Tyson Fury just sprung back to his feet. He was okay to fight once again. And... That's just, listen, that just goes to show how uh, iconic this this duo <laughs> between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury was from the start, right? So the fight was a draw. The first fight was a draw. Everybody was like, okay, we feel like Tyson Fury's just that, uh, you know, he's getting back in there. Um, a lot of people thought that Tyson Fury actually won that first fight. And because we didn't really have an official conclusion saying who the better man was on the fir- during the first fight, there was a second fight. This time around, Deontay Wilder even came in even more cocky, thinking, okay, the first, dr- the, the first face-off, it was a draw. If I put in a little bit more uh, work, and I feel like, you know, he, he, he definitely kind of thought that the, the draw conclusion for the first fight was kind of a fluke. So again, he came in like before, okay? And that's a little bit tricky because, yeah, in the meanwhile, your opponent could only get better. But for you to just come in like how you were before, 
that's a little bit tricky. If anything, you have to work even harder, like 10 times harder to cover all your bases, but also work on all your weaknesses. Everything that your opponent actually saw in that first fight and was able to give you a hard time for so that everything led to a draw, if that makes sense. So you have to work extra hard to uh, be able to um, dominate over your opponent, even in the second face-up. Fortunately, that was not the case. Deontay Wilder came in. Uh, there were there were a lot of factors that went wrong in that fight. Tyson Fury, though, he he seems like he's only getting better. He comes out there, he completely outboxes Deontay Wilder. He does get caught. He does uh, get, excuse me get caught. I don't know why my brain isn't working right now. He got caught with a couple of nasty shots himself, Tyson Fury. Uh, but uh, the amount of pressure and the great amount of volume of shots that he was able to uh, expose uh, Deontay Wilder to, it, it was uh, much, much more effective than what Deontay Wilder was presenting to him, to him as a challenge. So as a result, Deont- Tyson Fury actually won that fight through, uh, I believe it was a technical knockout, and he became the champion, right? So in the meanwhile, what's happened? So Anthony Joshua, the should I say the former four belt holder in the heavyweight division, he was a champion. He lost all of his belts about a month ago to the Ukrainian Alexander Usyk, a guy who has only made his uh, way up to the heavyweight division only recently. This was only his second fight in the heavyweight division. He was a much smaller guy, but so much more technical. Nonetheless, he's the champion now. He holds four belts in the heavyweight division. What else has happened? So Deontay Wilder being the former champion, he actually exercised his rematch clause, meaning that he really wanted to have that third fight. So they gave him that third fight. The third fight was actually this past Saturday. And what happened? So I want to give you all uh, a minor, uh, just like an overview of how things were before the fight coming into the weigh-in. So both guys were the heaviest that they've ever been in their heavyweight career. So the heavyweight division doesn't really have a cutoff limit anymore, or I don't think it's ever had a cutoff limit. Um, Tyson Fury came in at 270 pounds, which is, again, the heaviest he's been. And Deontay Wilder came in around almost 240 pounds, which is, again, the heaviest he has been. Before, for example, compared to the first fight uh, that the two had, Deontay Wilder only weighed about 210 pounds, considering his um, uh, his height and everything. He looked very skinny, yet muscular, for um, the heavyweight division. This time around, he looked so much more bulkier. It looked like he um, had put on good weight. And it was mostly almost muscle, but he did look heavier. When you're putting on muscle and you're that heavy, that can actually take a toll on you. It's great for power shots. It's great for explosive moments in a fight. But is it good per se in boxing? A boxing fight that's going to last you 12 rounds? I don't think so, man. And that's exactly where I feel like even I myself had my own doubts about, ooh, like, what's going to happen? Like, is Wilder going to present more challenges now to Fury because of the fact that he looks so much more bulkier and and more powerful now? And I feel like the same mistake was made by a lot of uh, people who were betting on the fight as well. 
we forgot to think about the fact that, okay, yeah, he could easily get gassed out because he has so much muscle now, <laughs> right? So the fight started. I'm really sorry to say this, but this was the sloppiest I had seen Deontay Wilder in a boxing fight, period. I feel like he came in already looking exhausted. He looked very slow. You could see his punches coming towards you from a mile away because of how slow he was throwing his shots. He didn't have proper um, boxing guard. He didn't have, he just didn't look sturdy. He didn't look like he was quick on his feet. He just wanted to throw whatever he could throw, whether it, w it was like an orthodox thing to do or not. But as long as it kind of just uh, hit the chin of Tyson Fury, Tyson uh, went down a few times to the canvas, but it was merely because of him losing his balance. It wasn't like, oh, he was actually stunned by the power shots that Deontay was throwing. Not at all. I, I did not see that personally. Um... So, yeah, Deontay was just throwing really awkward shots. He didn't have his guard up. He looked very, extremely sloppy the whole length of the fight. Tyson Fury was... Okay. He actually outboxed the former champion in this case. He looked extremely technical. He knew exactly what he was doing. Maybe, in my opinion, he saw that... Okay, wow, like... Deontay's gonna fight like this like the whole time so that kind of like I feel like it even gave him even more confidence um on him to try to kind of even put on a better show for us because he was seeing how how uh, sloppy Wilder was performing so he just decided to I guess kind of like compensate for it or you know when you get that extra boost of confidence when you see your opponent the person you're going against is just doing so bad you're like oh yeah I got this so I think that's what happened with Tyson Fury. Um, that was how that, how the fight went the whole time. And Deontay was just knocked out later on the fight. I was very surprised with what I saw because I thought it was going to be at least a bit of a closer fight. I am not um, disappointed, though, because, um, again, I'm not trying to be biased towards Tyson Fury. But I feel like this was the best that he had looked uh, so far ever since his uh, comeback. And I was really proud to see that performance. Again, I don't want to jump into conclusions either with Deontay Wilder's performance. He might have been going through something that we don't know about, you know, behind the scenes. He, uh, his corner actually later came out and said that Deontay broke his hand mid-fight which could be the case. Again, we have yet to see medical records of that. Uh, of that. Uh, however, I wish him all the best. I hope he comes back from this second loss of his professional career and that he's able to fight a opponent, a competitive opponent who is able to still give him like a good, good fight in the ring so that he is able to bounce back to where he was before. But for now, we have Tyson Fury, the... Remaining uh, uh, WBC heavyweight champion of the world, who is potentially going to be fighting off now against the Ukrainian Alexander Usyk, the four belt holder in the heavyweight division. Tyson Fury's father has actually come out saying that, yes, that's the only opponent that we want right now. And to me personally, I've been manifesting this fight for a long time since uh, Usyk won the fight against Joshua. And. 
you already know it is going to be a battle of titans who are just going to be uber technical it's like heavyweights playing chess inside the ring i can guarantee you that so hopefully we are going to be seeing that fight sometime in 2022 my prediction is towards probably towards the end of the year at 2022 i know that's kind of disappointing but at least we have it coming but um that's what happened this past weekend and the heavyweight division has never looked this good before and i just wanted to talk about it all this week because i was just so like ever since i watched the fight over the weekend i've been so excited to break it down on the show and i hope y'all enjoyed and honestly go on social media at tko underscore podcast on instagram and such and let us know what you think about the heavyweight division right now y'all dig the rankings right now do you like the champions that we have right now who do you think should fight um deontay wilder next actually do you think deontay wilder should now fight the former champion anthony joshua does that fight actually make sense to y'all whatever it is leave a comment on our post send us a dm whatever it is on social media and with that, unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. And you can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl, Janan, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.